Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And Gil and I think we have the technical issues all under control. So if we can make it through this two-hour show without falling on our face, then we have hit a home run. There is a certain button that somebody needs to push on a regular basis. And so Gil has raised his hand and said, I'll get here a minute early and reset this. And so far, last week went good, and hopefully this week will work well as well. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have five lines. One of them is busy right now. Four of them are available. If you have a car question or a car problem or a car argument with your husband or your wife or your kids or your best buddy, then uh, we're pretty good at setting that kind of stuff straight. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing's been in Mesa since 1970, and he's the only Mesa shop I can recommend. You see, I, I insist on somebody being there for a very long time and paying their bills on time and having ASC certified technicians and stuff like that. There are shops in all parts of the valley that change hands every couple of years. Those aren't the ones I'm looking for. I'm looking for the people that have been around, and Thompson's has been around since 1970. So if you're in Mesa, Thompson's Auto Repair at Main Street and Stapley is the place I think that you should try if you don't already have a shop, and assuming that you're happy with your shop, then you should stay there. But if you're not, or if you're still looking, then Thompson's Auto Repair is a good place. Um, Martin's Auto, uh, you know what? Let me take John real quick because John just chimed in. John, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. Um, I took my car to, it's a 1986 Pontiac Fiero. Uh, I bought it for like $5,000 for my son. And it was running, but it was, I, it needed to be fine tuned. So I took it to, finally to this uh, repair shop. Am I allowed to say the name or not? Not if you're going to say anything bad. You're not, I don't want you to say the no, name. No, I'm saying- I just wanted to, well, I took it to a Tempe repair shop, okay? Okay, okay. And um, what happened is that he was supposed to give me the cost, how much it cost me to repair the car. I signed the form, Just I just put my name and address. Unknowingly, he calls this a contract, okay? But there's no, I didn't, there's no date, there's no dollar amount, there's nothing in there. To make a long story short, he calls me after numerous times attempts that I try to get an estimate. He never provided an estimate. So he took it upon himself to repair this car without authorization from me. Then, yeah, go ahead. He presented to me a bill over $7,000. I was forced to pay because otherwise he was filing the car, and I wanted my son to get a car to drive. Well, come to find out, the car is badly repaired, okay? So 
long story short, I cannot find anywhere in Arizona state law law regarding John. Stop. Shop. Stop. Stop. John, we already had this conversation on the internet. There is no law. There's two kinds of laws in the state of the Arizona. There's civil law and there's criminal law. Criminal law is Title 13, and that deals with armed robbery and beating your wife up and stuff like that. So so there is no law. You're looking for a law that says that he has to give you an estimate. It ain't there, John. It isn't there. Here's what you do. Um, first of all, <laughs> who, did you pay with a credit card? No, sir. I paid with a well, – that's another thing that it – he told me that if I paid with a credit card, he's going to charge me another three percent or five percent, whatever it was. Okay. So, okay, okay, just a yes or no answer is good, John. Um, you got no. I was going to say stop payment on the credit card, but you just signed your. You know, you he he eliminated you being able to do that because you can contact Visa, Master Charge, Discover, and say I want to put this charge in dispute. They put it in dispute. Both of you begin to negotiate, and finally you come to some kind of a, an agreement or whatever. Uh, if I were you, I would file a Better Business Bureau complaint. And, John, leave out all the superfluous stuff. I took my car in on this date. This is what happened. This is what he said. This is what he did. This is Here's a copy of my payment. And then here's a copy of another receipt from another shop with problems that he's created or problems he hasn't fixed. That's what needs to happen. So you can file it in a, in a, uh, a complaint with the Attorney General's Office, the Consumer Fraud Division. Too bad you didn't pay with a credit card. You can file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And just be short, be concise, tell the story quickly, forget all the superfluous stuff, stick to the facts. But again, there is no law in the state of Arizona that he broke. You broke consumer <laughs> laws that, that talk about the consumer has a responsibility to have a good communication and an open communication line with the, the customer. And, and, and then... Of course, then when he when you had the chance to pay with a credit card, somehow or another you decided to pay with cash or something like that. So there's lots of problems here, but there's just no magic wand that's going to fix this. And um, I, you, you, did you? I, I don't know what to say. If you would have called ten of my friends that own shop and said, "Should I spend seven thousand dollars on a 1986 Fiero?" You'd have got ten no's. But I understand that you didn't get the chance to, to, to authorize the estimate. You just dropped your car off, and then all of a sudden he did the work. So I don't know anything about, I mean, I've been involved in this a very long time. I've, I've, I, was mem- I was one of the founding members of the Better Business Bureau Consumer Arbitration Board. Um, I served on that board as chairman for and, and the Auto Advisory Committee Board. You can file it there. Those guys would give you a good fair shake. So you'd file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau and ask to be sent to the Auto Advisory Committee. And those guys there, which many are friends of mine and some I don't know, they're going to go through. They're going to see what's going on. But what you're missing is something in writing from another shop that says that this portion of this $7,000 worth of work, here's, let me discuss that in writing. Number one, he said he put a new radiator in it. No, he didn't. And I'm just hy- hypothesizing here. So you need another shop to do that. And I, I can't be your shop. So I'm sorry, John. I, I, um, I, I thought we had covered a lot of this on email, but I guess we didn't. But anyway, I, that's that's the path I think you should go to. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. I want to tell you a, a quick story about a shop. That, this dovetails nicely in the next story, Mark Salem's story. That there's a guy that has a car, and he's taken it to I don't know how many shops, and nobody can fix it. 
nobody can fix it, including my shop. So we get it, and we just, it's got a barrel problem, a, bar, a barometer problem, because the computer needs to see the barometric pressure. And, and it needs to see the moisture content of the air, and it needs to see how hot it is, and all that kind of stuff. Well, this barrel is missing. This barrel number is out of, out of sequence. This barrel number is, is going crazy. We've never seen that before. So he spends hundreds and hundreds of dollars at a whole bunch of shops, and nobody can find or fix this. Now, let me tell you that he has a cold air kit on this car. A cold air kit is this. We know that cold air carries more fuel. So if you want a little bit more power, the engine should inhale cold air. And it's not going to get the cold air from underneath the hood because all the air underneath the hood is hot. So cold air carries more fuel. Cold air is better for your motor. Cold air is better for combustion. And therefore, we have what we call cold air kits where we take the snorkel, the mouth of the engine, and we move it from inside the engine compartment to the grill area. So now when you're driving down the road, we're kind of shoving air, cold air, I might say, into the mouth of the motor. So that's called a cold air kit. It's a hot rod thing. Everybody's got a cold air kit on their pickup trucks and their diesels and their cars and their hot rods and all that kind of stuff. There is merit to it, but I've been on a dynamometer with a variety of cars, and it's a measurable amount, but it's like an eyelash. (laughs) It's just not much. So this guy has a barrel problem. We pass. We say we are not the best ones for this. So he takes it to Dave Martin's Auto. Dave Martin's Auto is a shop that's on my best car repair shops list. So Dave calls me and he says, hey, read me the workhorse. So I read him the workhorse and I said, we haven't, we've never seen a barrel problem before. Never seen it. He says, well, okay. So then he calls me back and he goes, I got it. And I said, you're kidding. He says, here's the deal. We notice that he has a cold air kit on this. So we look at it and it's a brand we've never seen before. So we get on the internet, type, 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 and we look and we find this cold air kit. But in this cold air kit... And there is two tubes between the grill and the mouth of the motor. There's an outer tube and an inner tube. And he says, and when we took it apart to look at it, there is no inner tube. So we called the manufacturer of this cold air kit, and we said, hey, da-da-da-da-da. And he goes, oh, no, you've got to have that middle tube in there. The, 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 the inside tube has to be in there. And they said, well, it's not here. And, he, and they go, hey, we'll just send you a new one. So the manufacturer sent the, the small tube that goes inside the big tube. They put it on, cars fixed. <laughs> Just fixed. So then Dave calls the customer and says, here's what happened, and here's what we found, and we put this new tube in the middle, and he says, and, and, and that's, that's why, and we fixed your problem. You have no more check engine light. You have no more barrel codes. You don't have anything. The thing runs like a rape tape. Everything is fine. And the guy goes, do you know how much money I've spent at a whole bunch of shops looking for this problem? And Dave says, I kind of have a feeling. And he goes, I've spent hundreds if not thousands of dollars trying to get this problem fixed. Dave says, I'm telling you, it's fixed. So he says, the, this is the customer now. The customer says, well, there was a time where the cold air kit fell off and there was a tube that was broken. And so I just threw the tube away and I put the rest of it all together. <laughs> I can't blame the customer because I've never seen a double tube on this snorkel of a cold air kit. But anyway, Dave Martin gets my total adoration. I just admire the heck out of him. But the path they took 
was one of, well, look at, we've never seen this before. What brand is it? Then they go on the Internet, then they look and they go, hey, wait a minute, there's a tube missing here. Then they call the manufacturer. He's a good guy. He says, I'll send you one. So at the end of the day, somebody takes it and looks at this repair from a different point. Now, I want to tell you something. There's not one of you guys out there in the whole wide world that would have been able to fix this car with a scanner or pinpoint tests or analyzation of the data in or analyzation of the data out. There's not one of you, not one of me, not anybody that would have fixed this thing by looking at the serial stream data. Or no matter what kind of scanner you have, what kind of processor you have, because I thought that we needed to reload factory software back in this because I thought the barrel somehow had come disconnected. I can't explain the situation. I can only give Dave Martin from Martin's Auto an attaboy of the king size uh, style because he fixed this car when maybe four or six or maybe even eight other shops couldn't do it. And so Dave Martin's Auto, 16th Street, good guy. And if you got a problem and your car um, makes monkey noises on Thursday mornings at 10 o'clock in the morning, Dave can fix it. 602-508-0960. One more time, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Phoenix area attorneys. 6730 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 230, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85253. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. 
We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here until 12 noon talking about car and car repair issues. We're going to get to Jane in just a second or two. John was my first caller. John, I'd like you to send me another email, and I want to have one short conversation with you to give you some more guidance. And so mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, and um, I'm going to send you in a slightly a different direction, but uh, you can do that after we get done with the radio show, and I'll, I'll do my best. If you'll leave your phone number there, I'll call you back. Anyway, Jane, good morning. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Um, yes, I have a 10-year-old uh, Buick Enclave, uh, 2012. And it, it runs great. The only thing I've ever done to it is have an oil change. Uh, and I and my sister are going to California and just want to make sure that uh, I want to get it checked out. And okay. I'd like How many to miles know, are on it now? Uh, yeah. And so, uh, I mean, it has about 70,000 miles on it. And um, I just need to know, is, is it a good idea to take it that far? And then I'll be going to Sedona after that. Um, and just want to know what you think. Well, um, I, during the oil changes that you've had in the last 70,000 miles, has, have, did you just go in and did you just get an oil filter change, lubrication, check the tires and the fluids and say thank you and goodbye? Or were you sold additional services in your oil changes up to now, which is 70,000 miles? Uh, no, I think uh, it was just the oil change at Jiffy Lube, and then, um, uh, and yeah, that's about it. Basically. Okay, so Jiffy Lube didn't sell you tire rotations, didn't sell you any brakes, didn't sell you any uh, liquid flushes, cooling system flushes, transmission flushes, differential flushes. They didn't do any of that. You just took it in, got an oil change, and said thank you. Basically, yes, but I have had new uh, tires. And, um, I'm, you know, so I okay. have got new tires, and basically that was an air filter. Okay. Air filter. Right. Okay, I'm kind of concerned because it's a 2012, which right. is going to be, it's 10 years old. Um, I think I think what you need, what part of town do you live in? In Scottsdale. Okay, north or south? North. Okay, I'd probably go up to Blackwell Auto. He's on 40th and Greenway. Talk to Aaron and get an appointment for a trip check over. You're leaving on a trip. You have 70,000 miles on a 10-year-old car. You've had oil changes on a regular basis, but you'd like to know if they see anything that uh, they wouldn't let their grandkids go with you. <laughs> or their grandmother. There you go. There you go. They, that with thing, I'll take that. So I'm, I'm a little concerned because there's going to be some stuff in your owner's manual that you should have had accomplished, and many of it is not the breakdown I'm in trouble kind of problem, okay? So um, I, I don't think there's any fluid changes that you skipped over. Um, I wish, and you just got new tires, and I know if you bought tires, they probably checked your brakes, and that's good, or they would have said something. 
And so there's lots of moving parts. But if you were going to take my grandkids, I'd want to check all the fluids, the belts, the hoses. I'd want to check the spare. I'd want to look at the brakes. Um, I'd want to look at everything just to make sure that you're going to go over there and come back and there's nothing obviously wrong. There's no leaks. There's no uh, hoses that are swelled up. There's no power steering rack leaking out of one of the boots. All that kind of stuff I would want to do. And Blackwell, and what you're asking for is I'm taking a 70,000-mile car, a 10-year-old car, to California, and I want to make sure that there's nothing obvious that uh, I should have fixed before I left. Thank you very much. Okay? And going going up and down the, uh, the hills, going to Sedona also. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm not real concerned about that. Um, but I'm the the ten year old car bothers me because okay. there's there's and 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 there's not going to be any wear things there. Okay, in in, in seventy thousand miles, we're not going to wear out anything. But the the thing of it is, is there's going to be seeping and leaking and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and there's going to be some obvious signs there when you start it up in the morning you may not notice but the shop says well there's a little bit of instead of and so they go wait that goes away real quick then they look down the throttle blades and they go oh my gosh the throttle blades are filthy which is a $50 repair you're done so those are the kinds of things that I think you should have okay so this is Blackwell's uh, and who did you uh, say I should ask for? Ask for Aaron. He's the service manager. And tell him that you that you that Mark Salem sent you and that he said that he wanted his dollar bill in a certified funds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, uh I'm sure that will help our little trip. So. It, it, it will. He'll, he'll do a good job. You just tell him, I'm taking... Young people, I'm taking, and I'm a grandma, and I'm taking them to California, and and I want you to. I don't expect you to tell me that I'm going to have a blowout 110 miles down the road, but mm-hmm. I just want you to look for problem areas that we can correct right now. Then he understands that. Okay. All right. All right. Thank now you. You sent me. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. Happy You're New Year. Uh, and to you too, ma'am. Thank you. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. car repair. See, the problem with car repair today is is in the old days, we got to give you a hug and a kiss every 3,000 miles. We could sell you something every 3,000 miles, a tire rotation every 3,000 or every 6,000. We got to sell you a flush at 30. We got to flush everything in your car of a liquid at 30. Today, it's different. Today, everything's 100,000 miles. So all those flushes disappeared. So I can't flush your cooling system at 30, 60, and 90. I really need to do it at 100. So those are the issues. So now what's happening is, is when you take your car in for repair, they're giving you a laundry list of stuff. Oh, we need to clean your air, mass airflow sensor. We need to decarbonize your engine. We need to flush your power steering system. Um, your your uh, tie, outer tie rod ends are loose. They don't say how loose because all of them are loose. Even new ones are loose. They'll move the thickness of the piece of paper. That's okay. We don't care. When the tie rod starts clanking, when you turn the steering wheel left and right and you feel a thump, a thump, it could be that the sway bar bushings are bad. It could be the tie rod end bushings or the tie rod ends are bad. There's a lot of things it could be. But, but we've just, we, I don't want you to think you can go 100,000 miles with just oil changes. I don't think, I think that's a, a, a risk you don't need to take. I think, on the other hand, when you take your car into a lot of shops in town, they're going to give you a laundry list of stuff that does not appear in your owner's manual. 
They're going to tell you that you, and it's it's called feel-good stuff. Oh, your transmission needs to be serviced. We need to flush your brake system. We need to flush your cooling system. And we need to flush your injectors. Mark Salem's word for that is they're flushing your wallet. That's what they're doing. Because what you should say is simple this. You say, well, what symptom do I have that you're going to correct with flushing my injectors? That is a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. What symptom do you have? Do I have now you're going to fix by flushing my brake fluid? What symptom do I have that you're going to flush my cooling system? What are you going to fix? And when, if you flush my tr- differential or my transfer case, what, what are you going to fix? They're not going to have an answer. But there is an answer where you say, Mr. Mrs. Jones, I'm going to flush your injectors because when you started up first thing in the morning like we did, it, it rocked and rolled for about five, ten seconds. And then finally it kind of smoothed out. And then two or three minutes later, it finally smoothed out. I'm going to clean your throttle blades and I'm going to flush your injectors. I'll get it one way or the other. That's the kind of conversation you're going to have. So it's right now, if you go by the owner's manual, you don't spend a whole lot of money at my shop for the first 100,000 miles except oil changes and tire rotations and maybe a brake job somewhere along the line. Suspension parts, they'll sell you all kinds of steering suspension parts, but I want to promise you something. Every single one of them that's defective has a symptom. And if you don't have any knocking when you turn left or right or when you hit a bump, if you don't have any play where you turn the steering wheel but the car keeps going straight and you move your steering wheel to the right three inches to the left three inches and it still goes straight down the road, that's play. We don't want that. So those are the kinds of issues you have. And our industry doesn't make it better for you, but if you go to MarkSalem.com, I have a list of the best car repair shops in town, and none of us play these stupid games. We look at your car. We bring you out of the lobby. We say, look at this. Look how this joint doesn't move in synchronization, but this joint does. So when I, when I push on A, B moves with it. B, A, A, B, B. They move. Over here, I push on A. B doesn't move. I push on A a little bit more. Now B moves. See the play right there? That's a tie rod end. See how the top kind of moves and the bottom doesn't? Look over here on this side. Look how they both move in synchronization. That's the dog and pony show. That's what shops do if they know how to do it. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We're going to take about a three-minute break here in about six seconds, and then we're going to take your call. 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Attention. Per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free. As long as the government mandate is in effect, just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust at Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. 
Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. And absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you, too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight, too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Arizona Interscholastic Association and the Arizona Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. All about that demon, all Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Um, when it comes to diesels, a place called Strictly Diesels tells you all you need to know. Nate knows Chevy, Ford, and Dodge diesels like no one else. He's really good at what he does, and when you meet him and shake his hand, first of all, he's about 10 feet tall and his hands look like tennis rackets. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met, and he is so skilled in talking with customers about the symptoms and the repairs and stuff like that. So he's at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Phoenix, strictly diesel service and repair, and I got a secret to tell you. If your wife's gasoline car needs an oil change, he'll probably do that for you, too in spite of the fact his name is Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. <laughs> We're only taking people phone calls from people today that have three letters or four letters in their name. So, Tom, you're up next. Don or Dan, you stay right there. But, Tom, go ahead. Thanks. I got a high idle problem with my 3.8 GM V6 engine. Uh, I've done a lot of work on it over the years. A couple years ago, I replaced the lower intake manifold gaskets with the new. Hold on, hold on. Let's just let me ask questions, okay? Okay. Do you yeah. have any codes? One. What is it? P zero five zero seven. 
what's the name of it? Idle Speed High. In in the idle, it's idling high. Okay. All right. On a fuel injected car, when we we control the idle with air, so the idle air control motor IAC idle air control motor is commanded to open and close this big orifice, this big tunnel of air. And so if it wants to drop the idle, it shuts off the idle air control motor, which brings the idle down, and then it opens it up, and that brings the idle up. If you have a vacuum leak somewhere, the vacuum leak will really confuse the computer, and the computer will go crazy trying to figure out how come it can't control the idle, but there's air being ingested by this vacuum line that came off. So someone has to find the vacuum source, and we have... So, um, go ahead. I... I I looked through, uh, I sprayed carb cleaner all around to see if there's a change in idle. I actually disconnected the idle air control valve cable and and, and extended it out so it was going to shut that port off to close the door, per se, make sure that wasn't being left open to let more air in. And I'm just wondering, could the plastic plenum intake be cracked internally? I thought you said you sprayed it with the carb cleaner and propane. Uh, no, on the outside. And then I didn't notice all around the vacuum lines. I didn't notice any change in idle. Okay. Okay, well, they, it's going to be an external leak. It's not going to be an internal be? leak. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to, um, you know, I don't know about the test that you did with the idle air control motor because that's nothing that we do on it at all. We may have when we were for starting with, you know, idle air control motors and stuff. But the computer does control the idle air control motor and its steps. And if you had a scanner, you'd plug in the scanner and you'd create a problem where you wanted a high idle and maybe you'd tell it it's that the engine is 40 below zero and then the idle air control motor would be commanded to open up and bring the RPMs up. That's what we'd want to see. That's part of the diagnostics is, is we want to be able to see what drops it and what brings it up. Um, it could be the yeah. plenum gasket at the bottom between the throttle body and the uh, and the uh, intake manifold. It can be the brake va- vacuum booster. It can be a vacuum line on one of the uh, the emissions control devices where we're sucking the fumes off the tank. So you've got yeah. a lot, and you got cruise control issues. You're using you're using vacuum to apply and disengage the f- cruise control modules. So you got yeah. all this going on. Um, I I. I, I can't tell you what it is. I can only tell you that you have an unmetered amount of air going into the engine, and somebody has to find that. Yeah. That's all I can could tell it, you. Could it be the mass airflow sensor saying, hey, no. there's no air? And, no. Okay. No, no, because the mass airflow sensor just tells the engine how much you're bringing in through it. So as you open up the throttle, the computer sees the TPS saying, the throttle position sensor says, hey, hey, he just went, let's pretend it's from 0 to 100. He just went to 20. And so the, the computer goes, oh, 20. So it dials up fuel pressure. It tells the injectors to start following the RPM. It adds air. It adds timing. This happens in the blink of an eye. So the mass yeah. airflow and the mass airflow sensor will almost always set a code. But it could be right. an air leak behind the mass airflow sensor between where the mass airflow sensor is and the mouth of the intake. But yeah, you said well, you sprayed that down. I sprayed, yeah, carbon cleaner all all around the intake and the intake throttle body gasket and the intake gasket because last time i had a leak on the lower intake manifold and spraying fluid down there i could see and actually putting water okay. down there sucking. okay i gotta i gotta run but do this get a piece of of three feet long heater hose like three quarter inch heater hose and then put one in your ear 
and start waving that thing around the t engine as it's idling and cover the entire top of the engine, go over to the cruise control servo, go to the EGR valve, go to the brake booster. You'll hear a vacuum leak if you use a piece of heater hose up against your ear. So that might be the only thing. But I want to tell you something. On a scale of 1 to 10, this is a 3 <laughs> for anybody that, that works on cars for a living. It isn't that big of a deal. So you can continue to do this. What part of town do you live in? Tucson. Uh, I would call Jerry Simmons, Simons Automotive. I've known Jerry okay. for 30 years. I'm not quite sure he'd take this. I do know that there's a guy uh, in... Uh, Gosh darn it, Fort Huachuca area. There's a performance shop in Fort Huachuca area that would have no problem with this at all, but you're you're probably a little ways away from there, if, especially if you live in the okay. north half of Tucson. So okay. if, if if you want his information, mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, and I'll put you in touch with him. But call Jerry and say, if you do performance work and can you find a vacuum leak that's causing my idol to go crazy, um, is that something you want to do? And he says, oh, yeah, we can do that. Boom, you're done. Jerry Simmons. Oh. It's called Jerry Sim Simmons 4x4 or auto repair. I don't remember which. Okay, Jerry Simmons. Got it. Hey, okay. last question. Could, 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 the pur could the purge solenoid cause this valve? Well, you're, miss cause this you're missing a purge solenoid code. So in order for this to be part of the problem, there would have to be some broken line or the purge valve's not working or whatever, and that would set its own code. So you're making this out much different, different than it really is. This isn't that big of a deal. It really isn't that big of a deal. So on a 1 to 10, it's a 3 or 4 at the most. It's not a 9 or a 10 diagnostics. There's old gray-haired guys out there that are going to find this with no problem. But i got to run. Dan, I'm sorry I'm going to get to you, but i got to take a break. And anybody else, 602-508-0960. Dan's first, and you can be second. We'll be back. Fans are calling The Farmer and the Bell, Saving Santa Land, their new favorite Christmas movie. A true story of finding freedom in worth and identity. When a famous model returns to her childhood farm and reunites with a long-lost pen pal, she just may find what true beauty really is. I came here looking for something I haven't found yet. Well, maybe you found it and just don't know it. This holiday season, share in the fun. I'm sorry, you didn't say anything about chickens. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm so healthy. Filled with pearls of wisdom and laughter that are sure to inspire. Do you know why we light the Christmas candle? Mm-mm. It symbolizes the light of our Savior, welcoming His presence into our hearts, no matter what we look like. Available now on SalemNow.com. Plus, as a bonus, get the documentary, What is True Beauty? Free with your purchase of The Farmer and the Bell, Saving Santa Land. Exclusively on SalemNow.com. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. 
You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit WoundedWarriorProject.org slash not alone. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. You know, some of these shop owners that I tell you about, um, I've known for quite a few years. <laughs> Action Auto Repair, Tom at I-17 in Deer Valley. Him and I have been friends since 1983. We met when he was sent. He was selling and demonstrating those giant boxes that cost $40,000, and, and it was called a scope. And then you, you customers decided, it's okay, I'm... I'm historically speaking, the customer would say, put it on the scope, thinking that the scope's going to tell us what's wrong with the car. No, the scope forced us into a program, and the program kind of said, you got a problem, it's running rich, you need to find it, and here's the five things that typically cause this car to run rich. So it wasn't really that the scope would tell us how to fix it, it would guide us, <laughs> and we learned a lot in the 80s and the 90s with scopes. My first house was $33,000. The scope I bought was $42,000, and I thought my wife was going to divorce me. Anyway, let's go to Dan. Dan, thank you for holding. How can I help you? All right. I'll try to explain this the best I can. <laughs> okay. My 77 Dodge with the 440, pardon me, only at takeoff, once in a great while, it'll cut out, snap back on, and sounds like a backfire from under the hood. Okay. Got to be electrical. It's got to be a cap, and, rotor, uh, coil. Only, only at takeoff, not driving or anything. Okay. Well, that's that's the load part. You know, when you're sitting there idling yes. in a traffic light, and then all of a sudden you want to move four thousand pounds. You know, you go into the throttle kind of deep. You're not wide open throttle by any means. No, very but, little. Um, um, it it's not going to be a fuel-related problem because the fuel would, if you have a substandard flow of fuel to the carburetor, to the engine, then you're going to run out of fuel at 49 miles an hour, and it's going to fall sure. out of its face at 52 miles an hour. Sure. And so you have, you, and the backfire means that we got spark going someplace it really shouldn't be going. Um, have you replaced the cap? Did you look at the rotor? Uh, I'll mention, I've been to Harker's without Parker's takes care of it, and it's been running like a top. I'd call them now, but you know they're off. So uh, everything's really, really in good shape. Runs great. It's just started. Okay. I, I, on a one to ten scale for Harker's, yeah. Uh, when Harker's on a one to ten scale, this is a three or a four between Bob sure, and, sure. and his and his nephew. Um, this is really nothing. It it could be a cap, it could be a rotor, it could be a coil wire, it could be something that's arcing inside the cap. 
Um, it could be another thing cool. you could do is disconnect the vacuum advance, put a golf tee or a pencil in the rubber line, go drive it, and you say, "Wow, it goes away." <laughs> and now we know it's the pickup assembly and the distributor. And so those are the kinds of things we do. But if you're going to Harker's on a one to ten scale, they're an eleven. They'll find it. Okay, okay to drive it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I can't. I don't know how how explosive this is. I mean, when it when it backfires, <laughs> is it backfiring through the carburetor or through the exhaust? Uh, it's not the exhaust. It's under the hood, so it must be carburetor. Okay, I guess. So it's back. Yeah, it. I, I just don't want you to blow the air cleaner off of it. I don't want you to blow a bunch of gasoline into the air cleaner and catch it on fire. You know what I'm saying? So just just behave sure. yourself, and and I wouldn't go on to Central Avenue tonight and uh, and think you're going to um, whip on those kids with the Toyotas. Okay. Uh, it's just once in a while, and maybe happens only twice in one day. So what the heck? Okay. I think an inspection of the distributor would be the first place I would look. I would look for the rotor. I'd look for the tangs. I'd look for the coil wire. I'd, I, the, the distributor would be center of of where my attention would be, and I, I'm quite sure they'll be the same thing. So, well, and then, then you MSD, tell Ellen when I you take. I wouldn't know where to look. <laughs> yeah, well, you tell him when you talk to Ellen at the front counter. Said Mark Salem says you don't have a prayer in hell of finding and fixing this problem. And, oh, I and, can do and that. that will, it, and that'll really, <laughs> really well, I'll get know, a call from them. They don't need any motivation. I know. That's just great. I know. All right, got to go. But thank you, Dan. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Harker's is a good place. Been around since 1967. And Bob and Ellen. Ellen runs the front. Bob runs the back. And um, I could I could spend the rest of the hour and a half I have here on the radio talking about all the cars they fix that nobody else could fix. Um, really and truly, if there's 10 good shops in Phoenix that can really, really do a good job, there's no question he's in that 10. There's no question he's in that 10. And here's the difference. The difference really has to do with this. Many of us old guys uh, in our 60s and our 70s came up with points and condensers. And then we went to electronic ignition, we went to fuel injection, and we went through EGR valves, we went to vehicle emissions, we went to COHC, NOx, and oxygen. We went through all of that, so we have a fundamental knowledge of what needs to happen in order for the car to go run, run. We know that. Spark, fuel, compression, all that stuff. There's a lot of us out there. There's, there's 20 of my friends that are north of 55 years old. We've all been, since we were in high school, we've all been working on cars. We started at gas stations or discount tire or something like that. And, uh, and we've morphed into ASE master certified technicians that, are, that have been certified in every aspect of the car from front to back except body and paint. That's a separate test. But when you're an ASE master, you've covered everything. Transmissions, differentials, fuel systems, ignition systems, electrical systems, front ends, suspension, transfer ca- transfer cases, differentials, all that stuff. And I am a master tech. And I've been a master tech for a very long time. So I've passed all eight tests n- numerous times. So 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open if you have a car question or a car problem. 602-508-0960. And uh, if you're a technician looking for a job, um, we're looking for a technician. And if you're interested in, in, uh, in, and if we're in the Tempe area, so if you're interested in, and we have a Monday through Friday kind of um, calendar, and we've been in business for in that location since 1994, and then in a previous location that was a couple miles away for another five years before that, so probably in the 88, we've been in business in that area. 
So if you're looking for a job or you want to explore, then um, just take a look at Salem Boys and stop by and drop an application off and talk to, to Andy or Alan, and uh, they'd like to talk to you. If you're a service writer, the same thing. If you're a service writer and you're looking around and maybe you want weekends off, that might be something that's attractive. So you can do that as well. If you have a car question, now's the time to call in, 602-508-0960. I'm looking at the stupid numbers again. 602-508-0960. I'll give it to you again, 602-508-0960. We have five lines. None of them are taken right now. So if you call in, we'll get you as quickly as you can. We were making a joke earlier because all of our callers had either four letters or three letters in their names, and we made a joke about you had to have three or four letters. That's not true. So if your name is Everell, if your name is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, we'll still take your call, and Gil will answer the phone, and he'll say, "Um, can I help you? And at that particular point, you can say, I'd like to talk to Mark, and he'll say, what's your name? And then he's going to whisper in my ear that supercalifragilistic is on the phone. And that's kind of how it works just like he did right there. He ran the air gun this time. Who's on the phone? It's not super califragic. It's uh, Jack. Say hello to Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack, he <laughs> says it's super didn't call yet. It's just Jack. But anyway, go ahead, Jack. I got a question. Uh, do you guys uh, recommend using STP oil treatment for vehicles? Under certain circumstances, the answer is yes. But if you think that you're going to put STP in your car and your car motor is going to love you and last forever... That's not a valid <laughs> reason to use any <laughs> any oil additive. Let me let me tell you, I, I've been trained by Chevron and Valvoline, so I, I'm considered an oil expert. When you use an aftermarket additive, you throw the original oil out of specification. But I think, can I, if I can be so bold, can I change your question? What are the circumstances that you would use STP oil treatment in your car or your transmission or your differential? There's a lot of them. If I had an older model car and I had an oil consumption problem and I was using like a 30 weight, not a 1030, but just a straight 30 weight, I'd probably add a pint of STP to it. That's going to raise the viscosity. That's going to thicken the oil up just a little bit. That's going to help control oil consumption. If I've got a spark plug in number seven that keeps fouling, a can of STP is likely to double that spark plug's life. STP doesn't provide any kind of super you know, coverage or protection for your engine, it just thickens up the oil. And it and, and the viscosity of the oil, we want the oil to be thin, like sewing machine oil, when it's cold in the morning when we start the car, because we can't pump peanut butter. And we need to get the oil into caverns that are the thickness of a human hair, two and three thousandths of an inch. And we can't do that with peanut butter. So, yes, there are times that we put... Um, STP. Now, I'll tell you something else. We we put STP every once in a while, once a year, maybe in a differential. Sometimes we'll put it in a manual transmission. Sometimes we'll put it in a front differential or a rear differential. We'll, but typically you're using an 80 or 90 or an 80 140 weight in the differentials. But STP is just a viscosity enhancer. It makes it a little thicker, more peanut buttery. So if you're dealing with oil leaks, STP might be something that you would try to see if it made a significant difference. But those are the okay. those are the that's, those are the parameters I would use it in. Okay, and that's one of the things that I'm having is I have a Volkswagen that uh, every thousand miles uses a half a quart of oil, and it probably has about 150,000 miles on it. 
and let's 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 talk about that. This this Volkswagen is an air-cooled motor. It doesn't have a cooling system. It's well known for <laughs> leaking oil like a sieve. <laughs> and, and and so what oil are you putting in it? And then you're putting STP. Are you putting like a 1030 or a 30 weight, or what are you putting in it at the beginning? A 530. Oh no, I'd get away from that. That's part of your okay. problem. A five weight flows like a five weight when it's cold, and flows like a 30 weight when it's hot. I think if you put straight 30 weight in there or straight 40 weight in there, I mean, you could even go to a straight 50 weight, and I think you could better control the oil leak that way than any other way. Your 530, your 520 and 530, that's what we put in brand-new cars of today that have tolerances the size of half of a human hair. And and we also know that we're going to get better fuel economy with a 520 or a 530 because it's not so much peanut butter in the engine. But you don't care about fuel economy on your Volkswagen. So if you're just trying no. to control oil, just just put a straight 30 or a straight 40 or even a straight 50 weight in there. There's no way you're going to starve that oil or that engine of oil when you start it up in the morning because okay. it's got. <laughs> there's no way that's going to happen. So you 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 can be sure that that's that's okay. Okay, I appreciate okay. it. Thank you. Oh, yes, you're sir. welcome. Thank you. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. SCP um, is a, a, a viscosity enhancer. It's like honey. And so it's got the consistency of cold honey that you get out of your refrigerator and you put in your put on your pancakes or whatever. Um, the, you thicken up the oil. It doesn't flow because we want the oil to get into areas that are about the thickness of a human hair. So we can't have too much peanut butter in there. So we need oil to get into these areas with three thousandths that's tolerance, four thousandths tolerance. And a human hair is three to four thousandths thick. So we can't shove peanut butter in there and expect it to do a really good job. But his Volkswagen is an older model. The technology is from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. We know that it's an air-cooled motor. We know that it has big tolerances already, and his oil leaking is exasperated by the fact that he's putting sewing machine oil in there, which is like a 10 or a 20 or a 30 weight oil. So I'm just asking him, let's go a little thicker. Let's let's put a little bit of honey in there instead of water. That's a good analogy. He's 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 using water, and he's leaking, and I'm saying let's put some honey in there, and that'll control the leak a little bit better. 602-508-0960 and we're going to come back and do another hour so if you called in now we, you might have to wait until about 3 or 4 minutes after the hour of 11 but we'll still take your call if you want to if you want to join us 602-508-0960 Gil is the one that answers the phone so be nice to him and he's going to say, do you want to talk to Mark? And you can say stuff like my friends say, no, I want to talk to Santa Claus. <laughs> I, want to talk to, <laughs> I want to talk to the owner of the station because he's wrong about this. Or whatever you want to do is okay with me. 602-508-0960. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. And if you expect an answer, put your phone number in there because I'm probably going to call you from my blocked phone. And the first thing that I say when you answer the phone, you say, hello. I say, this is Mark Salem. I'm calling you back so that you don't hang up on me. But I'm calling from a blocked number for obvious reasons. But if you want a written response, that's fine. Don't put your phone number in there, and I'll give you a written response. Once again, 602-508-0960. Got five lines open. 